This is Cody Allen's podcast. This is Cody Cast. Hey, Cody, can you hear me? I got you. How you doing? Oh, oh I need to lean up to the mic a little bit. <laughs> How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? Good. I'm glad we're keeping our social distance. Like, uh, I'm, uh, I live right outside of downtown. I know you're over on Music Row, so we're like two miles away. We're keeping more than six feet. I think we're covered. We're yeah. covered. So, <laughs> uh, congratulations, man, on the brand new album. It's so good. You know, I'm a fan, man. so I've been waiting for, like so many fans, for a little while here to get the new music. So, what did the break sort of, how did that help in a positive way to influence the music? I think it helped me refocus um, and think about and set out with some direction and conviction in terms of what I wanted to say and how I wanted to go about making the record instead of just, you know, rushing out something that I half-heartedly made just because I didn't want to want the momentum to slow down, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't quite in, in the same place that I was three years prior after two years uh, of, of touring. Um, not quite in the right headspace to make a record, I guess you could say. So um, I needed to, I needed to be thinking clearly before I started putting words on paper and singing and on, singing these songs and putting it out into the world. It's been worth the wait because um, there's so many great songs on this uh, album. Um, Southside is the title of it, so why call it Southside? Yeah, Southside is reflects my the the urban uh, the, the country and urban influences in my music and I guess in my and who I am, you know, the, the side of town where typically there's a, you'll find a cultural melting pot mm. of people, different places and all kind of, uh, mixed up in one, in, in the same neighborhood. And, uh, and that's, I feel I'm from that place. Let's talk about the single out right now. Hard to forget it. Uh, it's so interesting because you go back and pick up a hook from a 1953 song from Webb Pierce. Um, and you sample that, in the song so first why go back to that song and, and the 50s i've wanted to sample an old country song for a while I've, I've experimented with songs from the 80s 90s um and never quite found the right fit and i walked into a co-writer about eight months ago and uh luke laird uh, a songwriter in town had made this sample with with the way Pierce song and he played it for me um and he and i both have similar tastes in music hmm. Um, and it just it just hit me as being the perfect song uh, to to sample, and uh, I was inspired by it, and knew I wanted to write a song to that track immediately, and uh, had to wait to find the right idea because I didn't have I didn't feel like we had the right idea that that day, but it all sort of came together over the next couple months. And it's such a great play on words, I think, too. Playing hard to forget. Um, where did the idea of the, sort of the play on words come from, and in, in the writing? Yeah, that came from. The idea came from a co-write from a while back, like maybe a year and a half ago or so, and um, with Shane, Josh, and I, and we, we were we wrote we were working on this idea, hard hard to forget, and um, it um, it it never really turned into anything. So you know, there's lots of songs that will start that never really turn into anything, and they sort of get pushed into a pile of unfinished songs and this was one of those songs that was just sitting around unfinished it just need we needed to completely start over on it to be honest because it was a good idea we just didn't we just didn't nail it so essentially that's what i did i kind of went back and plucked this idea out of that pile um got rid of everything else other than the idea and we, we started fresh on it and when it comes to forgetting how good is your memory because i I'm really 
I could, I'll remember your face forever, but I'm I'm not very good with names. Uh, so how about you? Like, yeah, I can remember faces forever. I'll, I'll know if I've met you before, if I've seen you somewhere, but I'm bad with names. <laughs> Yes. I mean, even with people in the business, sometimes I'm like, there's some people they'll come up. Yeah. And you get this all the time too. They'll come up and say hi. And you know that you know them from the business or whatever, but I couldn't tell you their name to save my life. Well, you're right. You meet so many people, <laughs> but you don't really have a chance to have more than just a quick conversation. So you know them because you met, but you right. don't really know them. <laughs> Do you remember like random factoids, like random uh, pop culture um, things? or You you have a great memory because I've seen, with what you do, I've seen you mem- remember... Like, just the way that you do your show, like, for you to remember kind of what we were talking about, what we are talking about, sometimes when you have to start over, you have to remember the intros, like, right. that's impressive. But I, my memory is about like that, I don't know if you've seen that movie, uh, uh, 50 First Dates, um, yeah. the guy they call 10 Second Tom, I think, it's like, <laughs> after about 10 seconds, <laughs> poof, it's, it's gone. Right. Um, some of it sticks and, and, and stays in my memory. My long-term memory is a lot better than my short-term memory accused of being a little a little flighty since i was young um i remember remember going i'd go hunting with buddies back we'd go duck hunting when i was you know 15 16 years old and i'd two out of five times we'd go i'd leave my gun in the truck or I'd, my baseball glove at baseball practice i'd leave it sitting i would just leaving stuff yeah, everywhere all yeah. the time so my memory's always been bad but you remember your anniversary for hannah's sake i hope right <laughs> uh fortunately my um good buddy my tour manager got married the day after i got married not the same year but same uh, date uh-huh. uh, so I, I, he hits me up and reminds me <laughs> every uh, year uh back to ken folks for a second because i wanted to it's six number one by the way for you so congratulations on that Thanks, um, huge uh and it, it was the first song i you know obviously you, you've trickled out a few songs from the album over the past couple years but um it was the first real um, slugger to go to, to the top of the charts. So were you a little nervous about sort of the comeback of that one at first? A little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I worry, you know, that people expect me to do something different or unique every mm-hmm. time. And um, that one was pretty down the middle. So, um, you know, I obviously didn't want people to be disappointed in it, but it was fun and lighthearted and, and not too much of a stray from, too far of a stray from what I'd done in the past. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd hope people like it. Yeah, well, people love Body Like a Back Road, and um, I think because that was such a you know insane crossover smash. By the way, what is it like to to think of that song as sort of being like an instant classic now? Like it's going to be around forever. It's wild. It's it's definitely wild. Um, Did you expect that? Or I mean, obviously you don't know. You don't always know where music's going to go. But did you expect it was going to be so gigantic? I didn't know. I um I hoped it would do well. It was. You know, now looking back, I've done similar songs, and it's, I think it's familiar for our fans to hear me singing from that perspective or singing a song like that, because Ken Folks is similar to that, even mm-hmm. hard to forget. But at the time, I had not really done, I mean, House Party was fun and lighthearted, but I had not really done a song like Body Like a Back Road. Um, and it was really simple and straightforward um, and playful. But uh, yeah, it was just the perfect time to put yeah. that song out. Another track on the album is called Breaking Up What's Easy in the 90s, <laughs> which, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, without social media, let's just say yeah. that certainly is the case. Um, but tell me about this song and sort of where you wanted to go with it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just old enough. I grew up with the Internet, but I'm kind of the first generation to do that. So I'm just old enough to remember, you know, telephones hanging on the wall. <laughs> um, and uh, But also came up, 
you know, in my, my teenage years and my twenties at a time when social media, social media was getting popular. So, um, I think there's a, for folks my age, there's a, we have a unique vantage point and, um, you know, it, it allows for, allowed for me to speak on a song like that, an idea like that. Talk to me real quick about boundaries when you're making um, any music, because you're a guy who is known to color outside the lines and try new sounds, and you certainly you get a lot of that on the new album, while at the same time also keeping to what we know that you do best, um, being yourself. Are there moments where you go, okay, that's too far? Um, Yeah, not necessarily on the record, but in the last... I don't know, three years, I've written songs and experimented with different writers and producers even um, where I did feel that way. Yeah. Like I'd you know, start working on something and say, okay, this is, this is just getting what, too far outside of my lane. But, you know, you poke around outside of the box hoping to land on something. That's how the first album wor- worked out. If you went back and listened to some of those songs that we wrote back before really honing in on Montevallo, um, they were certainly more experimental and a little too far, I would say. Uh, the tour has obviously been postponed because of the uh, coronavirus stuff. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see it because it's going to happen. You know, all, all this is nuts right now, but um, once we get back to some normalcy. So what can you tell us about sort of what you're working on when it comes to the, uh, the live show that's coming? Well, we're not able to rehearse yet, obviously, because we can't even get in small groups. But, um, you know, I've started to just map out set list and, yeah. And, Think about the show a little bit, you know. Um, working on the the lights and the production, I've already already been making decisions on that. Tour manager and uh, production manager, they've really been working hard on just putting all the pieces together. Because man, it's it's comp when you putting on a show at at the level that we're, we're hoping to be putting on these shows this summer. It gets complicated. And it takes a lot of brain power. It takes a lot of hands. It takes a lot of a lot of hard work um, to to make it happen. So uh, a lot of work's been done behind the scenes, but I've started to also put put my head and wrap my head around the set and uh, you know what, what what we want it to look like and how we want it to feel. Yeah. So it's slowly coming together, even though we can't get together to rehearse it yet. What track are you most proud of on the new project? I probably hard to forget, mm. just because it that song is what I was trying to do with this record for a little while, and 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 I go too far one way or too far the other way, and I couldn't quite pull it all together, and that song does it, I think, better than any other song on the record. When it comes to this, um, again, we're talking about the coronavirus crisis a little bit. Um, what have you been doing to fill the time? <laughs> Obviously, you're going to do a lot of promotion over the next week uh, by phone and by these uh, you know, video conferencing or whatever. Um, uh-huh. What else have you been doing? Like, How are you coping with it? Well, my uh, wife, Hannah, she was in Israel for two weeks before, right before um, things got really crazy. Mm. So um, you know, we were, I was worried for a minute that she might not, they might not let her back in the country, but, uh, she made it back. And, and, uh, and then I was writing for a few days, uh, working with a new artist, um, before, you know, they kind of put the kibosh on us getting together, even in small groups. Right. Uh, and then, uh, so we hadn't had a chance really to catch up. So I've been spend, spending some time with her at the house. I've got these, uh, this little puppy, this bird dog that I've been working with, <laughs> Trying to train him a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, just going for some walks, getting out in the woods, enjoying the weather, get finally warming up, and the rain going away. Yeah. Um, what's your dog's name? Copper. Copper. Okay. I just got a golden myself. Who's? Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Dog. Little Teddy. He's uh, awesome, but he's also in that puppy stage, so it's like every day's. Uh, oh he, yeah. Wide open. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to be like you know 
fat and lazy, and um, which I look forward to that. Actually, just a dog that sits around a little bit more. Lounges. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll be like me when I'm fat and lazy. He'll be fat and lazy, so I'm okay with it. Um, <laughs> well, are you, yeah. Are you guys watching movies at all? A lot of people are binge watching TV right now. Are you guys like movie or TV people? Not generally. I um, have my phone and a little iPad, so I pull up uh, YouTube. I'm, I really watch YouTube more than anything else nowadays because you can kind of cover everything on there. But uh, I've, I've definitely gone down a rabbit hole with, with some, with all my, you know, with a few CIA conspiracies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like uh, right. some, uh, I did the Tiger King and this new show called The Outsider. Uh, Ozark's about to come out, so I'll probably watch that. Yeah. Are you? I'm finding myself doing like a lot of chores around the house, vacuuming. Uh, I'm doing more laundry than I feel like I've ever done before. So, um, are you finding yourself also just sort of like uh, focusing on the house or doing any chores there? <laughs> yeah, I've probably helped out around the house more than I have in months in the past few days. <laughs> I'm sure Hannah appreciates it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think she does. What chore are you actually good at? Uh, I mean, you know, the simple ones like take the trash from here to there. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, just cleaning up, picking up. I can pick up things on the floor easy, you know. Um, <laughs> not good with the vacuum cleaner or the uh, or the mop or those kinds of things. Yeah, you don't strike me as a guy who does dishes. Ah, you're right. I've been trying to help though lately. A lot of people are watching this show, The Masked Singer, and there's been some speculation, Sam, uh, about yeah. you being the rhino. Uh, uh, so, yeah. have you heard this? And what's... I've heard about it. <laughs> What's your reaction? What can you say? No, I um I don't want to ruin it for the uh <laughs> for the mystery uh but um for the producers of the show but uh, no that's not me. All right, so there you have it, folks. Um, <laughs> all right, thanks Sam for the uh, the time. Southside's the album out on Friday, April third. Stay healthy, stay safe. Same to you, and uh, wash your hands. Yeah, will do, brother. <laughs> and good luck the next week. We'll uh, spread the word. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. See you, Cody. Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m., 8 central on CMT. Bye for now.